Hi, welcome to The Pipeline, all things CD and DevOps podcasts by the CD Foundation. I am your host, Jacqueline Salinas, Director of Ecosystem and Community Development. Thank you so much for joining us. Episode 17 of Season 2. My guest today is Yoni Laders-Do from Indeni. Yoni is the CEO and founder of Indeni. Coding since the age of six, his enthusiasm for automation has strongly influenced his career. Before Indeni, he served at the world-renowned IDF 8200 unit, where he managed a team of programmers and won the esteemed Israeli security prize given by the president. Today, our main topic is securing infrastructure as code in CI-CD pipelines. You want to catch security issues in your cloud infrastructure before deployment, but you don't have a lot of time to spend on it. What is infrastructure as code security? How do you inject infrastructure as code security into the CI-CD pipeline? applying to catch security risks before deployment? How do you do that without impacting the pipeline and frustrating developers? In this episode, you will also learn how we catch common security issues in CI, such as privilege escalation in AWS due to overly permissive IAM permissions, drift issues caused by someone changing a security group leading to exposures, sharing IAM roles for resources in public and and private subnets may not be such a good idea. So let's take a listen at how Yoni has successfully implemented infrastructure as code security in CICD pipelines at Indeni. And he'll also share some best practices and tips to get infrastructure as code security implemented quickly. But before we dive into securing infrastructure as code in CICD pipelines, let's learn about Yoni's DevOps journey. So Yoni, would you mind sharing what your DevOps journey has been like? Hey Jacqueline, uh, nice to meet you. Nice to be on this uh, podcast. So um, my background actually starts with just simple, straight up software development. Um, when I was pretty young, when I was six, I, uh, I inherited my brother's uh, computer and started playing around with it. And at some point I came across the ability to actually write code and program things and build things that you want to build. Um, started with Quick Basic, um, moved over to Tur- Turbo Pascal. And along the years, my software development uh, experience expanded more and more. And back when I started, there was no notion of DevOps. Um, you would write code, you would hit run or compile and build. Um, and that's kind of the, the process you were going through. Everything was largely manual. Um, but as my uh, career um, evolved and my experience evolved, um, obviously, the the initial notion of uh, CI and CD was born and I started playing around with it uh, back with uh, Hudson uh, all those years ago. And then, of course, Jenkins. Um, and over the time, I uh, also uh, got quite a bit of experience in security. And so for me, my journey has always been uh, interwined between software development uh, and then, of course, DevOps and then security as well. And so today I uh, see myself as, as a, an experienced individual in, in both areas. Great. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, today's main topic is securing infrastructure as code in CI/CD pipeline. So let's dive right into it, um, Yoni. So what is Infrastructure as code. Infrastructure as code is a fairly recent uh, evolution in the world of software and, and infrastructure. And if you think about it, um, 
you know, over the years, we've been taking software that was uh, built in a variety of ways and then deploying it onto infrastructure. So, you know, years ago, we had data centers running all kinds of different uh, servers and hardware, uh, storage, et cetera. And we were deploying uh, software onto that equipment. And then, of course, uh, over the past decade, we started working in a variety of cloud environments, uh, public or private, and their infrastructure became uh, a lot more virtual from the perspective of the developer. So while we're still running on hardware at the end of the day, um, we are now capable of deploying infrastructure in a very elastic fashion. So we can deploy, deploy as many servers as we need, uh, as much storage as we need, and it's pretty elastic and you can easily do it through API calls. Now, the next step after that is what is called infrastructure as code. And what that means is that you can now define your infrastructure needs in a simple code language. So instead of opening a console and clicking around, which is what everyone's been doing uh, for many years, or you know, SSHing into something and, and running commands, what we do now is we describe the infrastructure in simple code files. Um, one of the leading technologies is Terraform today. So with Terraform, you can essentially describe the infrastructure that you need, compute, storage, uh, DNS, uh, security, et cetera, et cetera, you, de you describe that in code files and then Terraform builds that for you. Um, and that's, uh, that's a really uh, cool evolution and uh, something that fits very well into the concept of DevOps and, and CI and CD. Thank you. So let's also talk about infrastructure as code security. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, so infrastructure as code security basically talks about the notion of being able to do security analysis for the infrastructure before it gets built or while it's being modified by looking at the code that is going to build it. So if you think about it, uh, if we take the previous example of uh, using something like Terraform to build your cloud environment, instead of doing security checks uh, in uh, of your cloud environment after it's deployed, you can actually do the security analysis when it's still code. So if you have Terraform code that is about to build um, those resources in your cloud, you can actually analyze that code and say, you know, is this environment actually going to fit my security requirements? Am I following all the different uh, best practices and policies and guidelines? Or am I violating any of them? And if I'm violating any of them, then I can actually stop here, fix them in my code before the cloud environment even gets built. What are some problems that infrastructure as code security tackles? One of the big problems is around finding security issues too late in the process. So if you think about it, if you think about kind of how DevOps works and um, you know the concepts behind CI and CD, uh, the idea is to try to integrate as much uh, of your uh, validation of different things into the CI and CD process. So actually, um, one of your recent episodes was talking about doing testing in CI CD. And the concept there was that instead of doing testing manually at the end of the process, uh, you should do testing as part of your process and actually in multiple different points along the process. And that way you can catch any uh, bugs or issues in your code way before that code is in production. And so the cost of fixing those bugs is a lot lower. 
Um, in the world of infrastructure uh, as code security and, and cloud security in general, the same concepts apply. So if you now are building a, um, an application in the cloud and you're going to deploy infrastructure and you're going to run a cloud security tool to scan the cloud environment after you've built it, that tool is going to find a bunch of different issues. But fixing those issues is going to be very expensive at that stage in the process because everything is now up and running, it's in production, and any issue you want to fix, you need to go all the way back, um, fix it in your code, and then run through the entire process again of deploying your application and doing the testing, et cetera, et cetera. And so that is that is very frustrating um, for development teams and and anyone trying to push a product out. And so infrastructure as code security allows you to do those checks a lot earlier in the process and fit in within the CI uh, and CD process. And so that's that's a, a, a huge advantage of doing infrastructure as code security. The other advantage here is that it allows you to uh, connect the development and security sides of your organization a lot better. Um, oftentimes we see that the development team is at odds with the security team uh, because the security team comes late in the process and has all these requirements. And you know some of them might not make sense or some of them could be very um, time consuming. And so by doing ISC security, you can actually bring those different parts of your organization a lot more closer together and security can uh, kind of get involved in a development process um, in a way that is friendly towards developers and developers appreciate. And so you're not only getting technical benefits, but you're also getting organizational and, and people process type benefits. Awesome. Thanks for explaining that. So how does infrastructure as code security fit into the CI/CD pipeline? That's a great question. So um, imagine that I am an organization and I'm using uh, CI/CD uh, for deploying an application. Um, now with infrastructure as code, I can use the same technology to also deploy my infrastructure. So now you kind of think about it as a stack. There is the application code, let's say it's in Python. And then there is infrastructure code, which let's say it's in Terraform. And now I can use my CI CD platform to run through the entire process together. So I can um, actually build my application code, generate the artifacts, and then eventually deploy them onto the infrastructure that I want. And so um, the Terraform and, and other infrastructure as code languages, uh, whether it's CloudFormation or, or ARM or Pulumi, um, they all fit very well into the CI CD concept in general. Um, and so IIC security can uh, follow the same uh, line. So just like you'd run uh, testing on your on your Python code, whether it's unit tests or regression tests, and just like you'd write, run something like PyLint uh, to look for um, potential code structure issues, you will also integrate um, your uh, infrastructure's code security tools uh, into your CI/CD pipeline. So they would essentially be a step in your CI, and then they would also be a step in your CD. Um, and the way it works is that they run against your uh, infrastructure's code that you wrote, like uh, they would run against your Terraform code. And then if they find any security issues, they can return a non-zero exit code. Um, again, just like tests. 
um, and that can help stop the pipeline. So you can essentially stop the pipeline for any security issues that you find. Now, uh, leading infrastructure as code security tools support the JUnit format. Uh, and so from a CI CD pipeline perspective, the output is just like regular tests. And so it's easy to, uh, to visualize the results. It's easy to identify where the problems are and then fix them. And so you're fitting directly into the flow and the process that developers are already used to. Um, and, and that makes it a lot easier. Understood. What are some of the common security issues in CI that you're seeing impacting cloud infrastructure? One of the most common issues that we're seeing is around developers trying to uh, run as fast as they can. And so they, they cut corners a bit around security. And I'll give you an example. So let's say I'm building an application and I'm also building the infrastructure that's needed for it. And uh, I'm doing that in, uh, let's say, AWS. And I need, uh, it's a Lambda function. I'm going to deploy it. And that Lambda function needs certain permissions, what's called IAM. When I'm doing that, I'm defining what permissions my Lambda function should get. And uh, in many cases, developers will say, you know what, I don't really know what permissions it needs right now, and I don't have time to deal with that. So I'm going to give my Lambda, Lambda functions some pretty broad permissions uh, so that it works. And I'll test it and see that it all works. And then later on, I'm going to solve it. Later on, I'll, I'll give it a bit more narrower uh, permissions. And the reality is that they never end up actually solving it. Uh, what happens instead is that the application actually ends up in production with two broad permissions, and then it becomes a security problem of its own. Um, so that is, that, that is the, the number one most common security issue uh, that we see um, in CI that, that's related to the cloud infrastructure. Um, and then the second most common is just around uh, general best practices of building secure infrastructure. Um, so for example, uh, if you have encryption keys that you're managing the cloud environment, um, in some environments by default, those encryption keys are globally accessible, which means anyone can use them to encrypt and decrypt your data, which is very bad. Um, but again, developers oftentimes don't know that this is a default and they need to change it. Um, or if you have uh, a storage where you're putting files, oftentimes the default of that storage is to be publicly accessible or at a minimum to be unencrypted. Um, so there are a lot of, um, a lot of little traps and pitfalls um, that developers can, uh, can fall into when they're just simply trying to define infrastructure um, for their own for their own application. So having a tool in there that knows all of these requirements, all of these pitfalls, all of these defaults that need to be changed, um, and this tool telling them in a language that they understand allows developers to actually build uh, a cloud infrastructure environment that is a lot more secure and is in line with their organizational requirements. What advice would you give our community when it comes to implementing infrastructure as code security program? And what are some of the best practices that you can share with our audience? So, uh, so there are a few things. First of all, um, if you think about solving a problem, there's, there's the tool, the people, and the process. Uh, it's not just a tool thing ever. Um, but we'll start with the tool side of things and then go on to the people process side. 
Um, so if you think about the tool that you're going to select, uh, there's a whole bunch of different tools out there. Um, one, obviously, uh, made by by our company. So one tool that is uh, that is made available by our company, but there are a lot of other uh, great tools out there for infrastructure as code security. And uh, when you think about the tool, you need to think about one that fits the languages that you use. For example, you know what kind of infrastructure as code language you use, uh, the cloud environment that you use. Um, that you've that you've chosen to work on, and maybe it's a multi-cloud environment. And then you need to think about how this tool will actually fit into your pipeline, how easy it is to deploy, how noisy it is, does it have a lot of false positives, um, and then also how the, will developers interact with your tool uh, when it's in CI, CD. Um, and then, of course, on top of all of that, this tool, at the end of the day, needs to have true security value. And so we'll likely need some sign-off by the security uh, side of, of your organization. And so you need to make sure that you select the tool that is respected from a security perspective as well. Um, so that's on the on the tool side of things. The people process side is, is actually very interesting. Um, you know, if we think about how things have gone over the years between developers and security, uh, as I mentioned earlier, they've always been at odds with one another. And now we have the opportunity to bring developers and security closer and closer together um, through doing things like ISC security. So here I would think a lot about how do I introduce a tool in a way that is uh, as frictionless as possible for the developers? How do I essentially introduce a tool that on the first day that it goes in, it's not uh, highlighting 100 different issues. It's actually starting from uh, just kind of learning the environment and then slowly over time, I can start turning on things. Now, I keep mentioning tool here, but rather it's a people process aspect uh, that you need to do here because... If you introduce something to the CI CD and now it starts slowing down your developers, then they will get very annoyed, very unhappy, and they will uh, kick the tool out of the pipeline. They will uh, reject it like a foreign organ is rejected from uh, the human body. And so when you think about bringing in IAC security, you need to sit down developers, DevOps, SRE, and security and think about, okay, how are we going to modify our CI and CD? Um, how are we going to make sure that the output that the developers need to get, they can actually get? How are they going to action that output? How do we make sure that we don't interrupt their flow um, too often? Um, and really, how do we all see that we're uh, that we're on the same page and trying to go to, uh, to the same place uh, together? And... This is something that we've actually experienced ourselves at Indeni. So we've been operating in the cloud for several years. And initially, the way we did security for the cloud was where we took on security tools, what's called cloud security posture management. And we use those tools to analyze our cloud environment. And when those tools found problems, we would open tickets for the developers to handle. Um, and that is, is a pretty frustrating way to do things because security keeps opening tickets, developers keep trying to get the tickets pushed out long, uh, more and more time out so that they don't need to tackle them today because they see the security issues as being very cumbersome and time intensive. And so that created a friction uh, between the developers and the security side of the house. 
Um, and so we sat down to try to understand, okay, how can we evolve this? How can we work a lot more closer together? And that's where the whole concept for us of doing security uh, for infrastructure as code uh, came into uh, came into light and came into reality. And so now that we've implemented um, security for infrastructure as code in our pipelines, every single cloud change or deployment goes through a infrastructure as code security tool, um, which in our case is, is the one that we've built, but there are others there. Um, so it goes to that tool for every single deployment. And that way, if there is an issue, it gets highlighted uh, early in the process, gets resolved. And so the developers are happy, security is happy, and um, we're in a much better uh, spot. So so yeah, I would, I would summarize with, think about how the tool fits your people uh, situation and your processes and make sure that it goes in without much disturbance because otherwise the entire thing will not work. Understood. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it was a pleasure hosting you today, Yoni.